thing you need, which I don't do quite often. Um, I want to talk to you about um, getting rid of the weeds of your life. Getting rid of the weeds of your life. The weeds and thorns in our gardens. We often try to get rid of it. Is that right? Uh, please talk back to me if you want to encourage me this morning. And um, getting rid of the weeds of our lives is very important if we want to make it to the end there, to our destination. You might say, what has this got to do with me? I will answer everything. Because in the book of Ezekiel 22 verse 30 tells us, the Bible is saying that it said, it said, I sought for a man among them who will make a wall and stand in the gap before me. I'm looking for someone who is going to stand and make a wall so that they can be able to push back iniquity push back sin away on my behalf and on behalf of the land the Bible says that I should not destroy it we are custodian of the church we are not only custodian of the church to defend ourselves to make sure we make it we are also custodian of the society we live in because in the book of Psalm 2 verse 8 tells us Psalm 2 verse 8 tells us, it says, As of me, God is speaking, God the Father is speaking to his son. He said, As of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance, and the uttermost part of the earth for your own possession. So God is saying to his son, he's saying, I'm giving you the privilege of asking me for the nations of the earth and the uttermost part of the earth for your own possession and then jesus christ came and then he said i will build my church and the gates of hell can never prevail against it and so he gave us the baton he said now i am giving you that baton so that you can ask of me for the nations of the earth and the as your own possession you see sorry the nations of the earth as your own inheritance and the ends of the world as your own possession. What does it mean? It means that uh, the nations of the earth is our inheritance. That means it belongs to us. Are you with me this morning? The nations of the earth belong to us. Somebody comes to me today and tells me and says, Listen, you are my father. I say, I don't know you. Because I've only got two children. Then my wife will be watching. Did you mess up a long time ago? <laughs> Amen? And tells me that whatever I have belongs to him. I say, no, it does not belong to you because I don't know you. Thank God for DNA today. Amen? Amen? But what I'm saying is that my children are to inherit everything that belongs to me. It belongs to them. The nations of the earth is our inheritance. That means it belongs to us. Are you with me? Okay, now. He said, the uttermost part of the earth is your possession. So that means a possession is something that is far away. It's not us now, but ultimately it will belong to us. Are you with me? That is our possession. Okay, now. So, this message I'm going to preach to you this morning, it concerns each and every one of us, and we need to do something about it. Because the book um, Edmund Bock once expressed this word. He says that uh, the only thing, he said the only thing necessary for triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. He said, for evil to triumph in our society is for the church to just sit passively and do nothing. 
We know what happened under our watch when Australia voted for same-sex marriage. The church was sleeping. They woke up. They said, "This happened under our watch." Evil will triumph if good men do nothing. Are you with me? Amen. Getting weed. Getting rid of the weeds of our lives. I came out some time ago from my house and um, you guys know my garden. You, you, you've been to my house, is that right? It's green, evergreen. 365 days a year. It's evergreen. Shame on you. <laughs> it's beautiful. And I came out of the house and I saw a weed between the concrete and the artificial grass growing up. And I saw it. I just bent down try to pull it up, it snapped. Two weeks later on, I came out, I saw that same weed grew. And I came around, I picked it up, it snapped. I jumped into my car, about a month later on, that weed grew. Now I'm beginning to get angry. So what I did was that, I knelt down, Removed the artificial grass and I began to dig around the weed. And I dug until I got to the root, the end of the root, and I took it off. That was the end. And as I was digging, I said, if this thing refused to budge, and I'm going to take what we call weed spray and kill it for good. Are you with me? Yeah. Whenever we cannot get rid of the weed of our lives, I'm referring to sin. Are you with me? Yeah. When you confess, you dig around it and uproot it, then you take the precious blood of Jesus Christ as your spray. Yeah. And then you spray it that will be the end of it. Are you with me? Yeah. Amen. As I knelt down, digging this weed out, the Holy Spirit spoke. And he said this word. He said, Son, it is only you will be in a very good position on your knee when you dig out the weed of your life. The best position to be in is to be in a kneeling position to dig out the weeds of your life. Turn with me to the book of Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 4 verses 3 to 5. 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 3 to 5. I read. It, it is God's will that you should be sanctified. The word sanctified is for you to be separated unto God. That means for you to be holy. He said, it is the will of God that you should be sanctified, holy. That you should avoid sexual immorality. The word sexual immorality says for you to avoid. And uh, I like uh, the... Um, uh, the first uh, Corinthians 6 18 it says, it says, For you to flee, you say, 
I don't like the word avoid. He said for you to flee sexual immorality. In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22, it says this word, it says, flee useful lust. He said, it is the will of God that you should, let's rephrase it. He said, it is the will of God that you should be sanctified, holy, that you should flee sexual immorality. Verse 4, he said that each of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable. Not in passionate lust like the hidden who do not know God. Anyone who do not know God will participate in all these immoral and uh, sexual activities. You see, I believe when we went to, when we, we, we were in a friendship group last week, God spoke through his word. And as he began to speak in prophecy, he said, we ought to be running away from sin, not running into sin. Are you with me? You see, when we see fire, you don't run into the fire. Are you with me? You run away from fire. Sin is like fire. And so when we see fire, when we see sin, we should be running away from sin instead of running into sin. You and I have no power if we are in the wrong place. Are you with me this morning? Amen? You see, I believe that other sins in the Bible, as I look at the entire Bible, and I realize that uh, there are different categories of sin. And I have found out that, but there is one particular sin that God wants us to run away from. You know the sin? And I asked God, I said, God, you said that I should resist adultery. I should resist murder. I should resist telling lies. Are you with me? Amen? But in this particular sin, he said, flee sexual immorality. What does it mean? It means run for your life. Are you with me? So, when it comes to committing murder, when it comes to telling lies, when it comes to um, defrauding people, we can resist it. It is a flee. That means you take your, you take your stand and resist it. And you can overcome it. But when it comes to sexual immorality, it's not telling you to stand there and resist. It's telling you, run. Are you with me this morning? Amen? Let's move on. There's a lot to unpack this morning. You see, there are different types of weeds we need to get rid of in our lives and in our society that we live in. But there is one particular weed or sin that is now plaguing the entire world today. And it is really its head in the church of Jesus Christ. You see, it cannot be ignored or pretend that uh, it is not there. Or we just go away. I'm referring to the sin of pornography. Are you with me this morning? The sin of pornography. Last year, I went to a mechanics workshop. And the mechanic told me, he said, it would take about 40 minutes for me to fix the car. I said, okay, that's cool. He said, just sit in my, in my lunchroom. And there's newspaper there. Read and wait for me. I'll finish the job. Off you go. I said, great. And I just went into the canteen, the lunchroom. And I saw paste on the wall or pornographic magazine and I just turned I took off I went around walking around the entire vicinity for 40 minutes and came back took my car and took off and I began to ask myself this morning uh, then I said what of if other ladies come in to fix their car they see all those things you see I just found out that 
People have now become so immune to what is going on. The magazines, the sexual immorality, they don't give a care. I inserted in our prayer chain for August for us to pray against this. If you are familiar with you, if you participated in the prayer chain for August, that was a need. I raised up and said, let us pray against this plague. And then the Holy Spirit began to impress upon my heart. I said, prayer is not enough. Of which I'm sharing with you this morning. I felt to deal with this head on. Because it cannot be merely uprooted by mere prayer. As I talk to people, I realize how deep rooted this issue has become. You see, pornography is a public health issue. It promotes sex without consequence and serves as an aid to self-gratification. It is a plague that is eating deeply into the fabric of our society today. It is destroying the sanctity of families. It degrades and dehumanizes women and children and kept captive those who are involved in this despicable act. You know what happened to those who are involved in pornography? What it does to them? It is like a python. What is a python? A python is a large-bodied, venomous snake. It is large, it's huge. It does not stink or it does not uh, poison its victim. It does not bite its victim. It wraps around its victim and snuff them out of oxygen and kill them eventually. By asphyxiation. Asphyxiation is when uh, when you are short of oxygen. In the book of James 1 14 15 says James 1 14 15 he said, temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. He said, these desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. He said, sexual sin is always progressing. It's drawing people away further and further away from God. He said, what may start as an innocent flirtation with sin can lead to deadly consequence. You need to bear with me for a moment because I need to give you some statistics which amazed me, blew my mind. He said the statistic is overwhelming about those who watch and are addicted to pornography. He said, I want you to listen carefully. He said there are 4.2 million pornographic websites out there. 4.2 pornographic websites out there. It makes up 12% of the entire website in the universe. And of these, 100,000 websites offer illegal child pornography specifically. You see, pornography is a global issue. It is estimated that it is not $97 billion industry with $12 billion a known in the U.S. Coming from the U.S. That is NBC News. In 2018, that was last year alone, more than 5.5 billion hours of pornographic were consumed on the world's largest porn site. 11 pornography sites are among the world's top 300 most popular internet sites. I can go on. What does this mean to us? It means where there is a demand, there is a supply. Are you with me? 
Because if there is no demand, there will be no supply. Are you with me? Do you agree with me? Amen. So I believe that eh, we have to stem the tide. This shows how perverse how perverse people are. The book of Jeremiah 79 to 10 tells us, he said, the heart is deceitful above all things. He said, and desperately wicked. Who can know it? He said, I, the Lord, set the heart and test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doing. You might say, what has this got to do with me? Like I said before, everything. You might be surprised those who are involved in this. Children and men and women are involved in this. And moreover, as a church, we cannot ignore what is going on in our society. We have a role to play in stemming the tide of unrighteousness in our society. You see, I can tell you something more about you. If you give me access to your phone, to your laptop, and to your bank account, I will tell you more about you. And you can tell me more about me if I give you access to my phone, to my laptop, and to my bank account. I know you will not allow me, or will I allow you into my bank account, or my laptop, or my phone. But what I'm actually saying or conveying to you is that we are what we are when no one is watching. Are you with me? But all this we reflect upon our phone, in our phone, in our laptop, and in our bank account. The question is that what is the condition of our heart? The book of Proverbs 4.23 says, it said, above all things, it said, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. You see, it all starts with the eyes. The loss of the eyes. It starts with the eyes. And I believe that uh, the Bible said, guard your heart with all due diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. But we cannot guard our heart because what we see reflects in our heart. And I believe that the window of our heart is our eyes. Are you with me? I give you an example. King David. You know King David, is that right? You know King David? Okay, King David. You know the story? The Bible says he saw, eh? I will rephrase it. He saw UFO. And he destroys his family. He saw UFO. UFO is undressed female object. It devastated his family. And then Joseph on the other side. And Joseph. Potiphar's wife said, sleep with me. And what did he do? He ran away. And this is Joseph who did not have the same Bible you and I have today. He does not have tapes. He does not have um, preachers preaching to him as we do today. He does not even have the Holy Ghost. He has the Holy Ghost, but he doesn't have. He was not blood washed, but he ran. It starts with the eye. Because when you see, you covet and you take. In the book of 1 John 2.16, it says, For all these, he said, all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but of the world. The eyes is the window of the heart. We must be careful what we see. In the book of Job, chapter 31, verse 1 says this word. He said, I have covenanted, I have made a pledge 
with the Lord. I have covenanted with my eyes not to look at a maid, not to look at any girl or female. Wow, that is strong. That is profound. What does it mean? Does it mean that Job does not look at any women? It does not mean that. What it, does it mean that when all of a sudden there's a woman coming back, Job will do like this? Are you with me? No, he's not saying that. Are you with me? I want to tell you something. We do it. You know, on our television today, they have now categorized our television movies. Is that right? They said PG. What I'm preaching to you is PG. Are you with me? Okay, they said PG. Where's the other categorization? M. You understand? They say M and then whatever. Then in others, they say S rated and whatever. But what I'm saying is that, eh, especially when we just sit there, pressing the button on the television, and we as parents, as we just press the button, and we see something that is not nice, we cover our child's face. <laughs> we cover their face. You know, are you with me? We say, don't see. Oh my God, we deceive ourselves. We need to screen what we see. But Job said, I have converted with my eyes so that I will not see a female or a maid. What he said is that I have converted not to lust after any female. Converted. What happened to our 21st century pornography? You process with your mind what you see. What is the solution? How do I help those who are struggling with pornography? How do I help them? What is the solution? Yes, we need to pray. Like I said, I'm preaching this message today that prayer is not enough. We need to pray against this evil in our society. We need to petition the government to legislate a ban all form of pornography in print, internet, TV, and movies. You think that we cannot do it? We can do it. You see, many of us today, we receive email, we receive letters by Australian Christian Lobby or other Christian organizations. They say, can you please sign this petition to our members of parliament to change their views about setting rules and red, uh, legislation in, in parliament. We take those letters and we put them in the bin. You can alter the things, the decision-making process of the government if you make a move. Are you with me? You must petition the government. You must put pressure on the government to act. Are you with me? And say, hey, listen, this, I don't like it, not under my watch. And you must send email to your members of parliament. You must influence them. Because they know that if they don't take a decision, they need you during the election. Because you can cast them out. We need to put pressure on the government to mandate ISP, the internet service providers of our nation, Tesla, Optus, TPG, all these internet service providers, there are many out there, to influence them and to make it mandatory so that uh, they can put in internet filtration mechanism on the internet so that uh, it can filter, filter all this rubbish away. Are you with me this morning? Most importantly, we must uproot this plague spiritually. We must uproot it. How do we uproot? That's why I gave you instance about the weed. We, have, we can just go in, pick it up by prayer, and we think it will go away. No, we come back again, it will grow up. We pick it up again by prayer, and we think it will, grow, it will go away. No, it will grow up again. We need to knee down. We need to just dig around the root and dig around the weed and try and uproot it. 
and not only uproot it, but we need to know that this type of plague, this type of sin is stubborn. It is very, very stubborn. We need to, the Bible tells us in the book of Mark, chapter 9, verse 29, it said, This type cometh not out except by fasting and by fasting and prayer. The reason why it is a dumb and deaf spirit, we, we can uproot it, but the root remains. We have to uproot it through fasting and prayer. Because it is a deaf and dumb demonic spirit. By merely cutting its head, we not succeed. But we need to make sure that uh, we solve this problem by fasting and prayer. We need to knead down. We need to dig deep around the weed. It is an intense spiritual labor. Digging it spiritually. And uh, we need to fast and pray. And we need to... And uh, we believe that uh, this plague can only be uprooted. The plague of pornography can only be uprooted or overcome when we fast and pray. When we fast and pray. About 10 or 11 years ago, Somebody came to the altar here. He said, Pastor, pray for me. I said, what? I said, what do I have to pray for you? He said, I've got this issue with pornography. I said, what? I looked past him and I saw his beautiful wife. Beautiful, with a little baby. I said, God, what is going on? And I prayed and believed God. But I want you to know that. You respect your, your status. If we don't deal with it, it will plague our families. He said, This type will not come out unless through fasting and prayer. We conclude here immediately. In the book of Judges, the book of Judge, chapter 19 and chapter 20. This sin was there. This sin is this sin I'm talking to you about today is there in the Bible. The Bible says it's there for you to not to do what they did. Are you with me? It serves as a warning to us. And in the book of Judges, the Bible tells us that the Benjamites they committed sin. They raped a woman, another man's wife, and they killed her. It's a long story, read it in chapter 19 and 20. And the husband, who is a Levite of this man, of this woman, came and took the dead body and cut this body into 12 pieces and spread it around to the 12 tribes of Israel. And uh, the Israelites saw it, they panicked, they said, Who did this? And he explained to them what happened. They said, not under our watch. And they said, okay, now, they went to this tribe, the tribe of Benjamin. They said, bring these people who did this so that we can kill them and take this sin away from Israel. They said, we refuse. So there was war against the entire 10, uh, 11 tribes against a single tribe. This tribe who believed in pornography, this tribe who are sexual perverts, this tribe who, um, um, uh, who, who, who believe in the lust of the flesh. And so these people, they war against, the Benjamites war against the entire Israel. 
And the Bible says that the entire Israel came before God. They prayed. They said, God, shall we go and fight the Benjamites? God said, go ahead. Wipe away sin from the territory. So they went to fight against the Benjamites. The Benjamites are few. And the entire Israel fought against them. The Benjamites killed the Israelites 22,000. They came back to God. They said, God, what is happening? God said, go and fight against them. So they went back again to fight against the Benjamites. The Benjamites wiped them again clean, 18,000. And they went back. They said, God, they cried before God. They said, how can sin prevail against your people? They cried. And you know what they did? They fasted and prayed. Let me stop here for a while. You see what happened to our community recently, last year. When Australia voted for same-sex marriage, it was like as if the church was defeated. They were talking for cover. They were saying, what happened? How can this happen? They began to pray. There are many bills in our parliament today legislating, legalizing abortion in our community. Legalizing euthanasia in our community. Legalizing a safe sex school program in our community. Legalizing uh, safe ingesting room. He said, these drug addicts, we can't take it away from them. We don't know what to do with them. Let's compromise with them. Let's give it to them. And so these are things that eh, it seems to be that we have been defeated. Just like the Israelites have been defeated. They prayed. They sought God. But God said, go. And they went. But they were defeated. It was like as if today that the silent majority in Australia have been defeated by the handful of minorities with their sin and perversion. But I want to tell you, we cannot defeat them unless if we, because it's a deep-rooted sin, it's a plague, it's stubborn. We need to fast and pray. If you do not like your situation, if you are sick and tired of whatever situation you might be going through, you need to fast and pray to uproot it away from your life. The children of Israel, when they sought God, they fasted and prayed. And they went back against the Benjamites. The Bible says the Israelites were able to defeat them, wipe them clean. Only 600 were remaining. What am I saying this morning? I'm saying that uh, there should be an element of desperation to get rid of any plague in your life. Any plague in your life. We go around today into the street. We see people. We see pain. We see suffering. We saw an individual on Thursday. He just came out of the barber shop. Maybe he might be waiting for the barber to finish with another client. Brought out a packet of cigarettes and took that, wanted to take one stick out to smoke. Another guy was passing by who saw him. He said, can I have some? That guy said, this, he named the name of the cigarette. He said, it's so expensive, I will not give it to you. Then I came around, I said, he's asking you for one, can I have some also? He said, no, if you ask me for one, you ask me for one, another ask me, my packet of cigarettes will be finished. It's so expensive. And I said, please, give me one. He said, no, I can't. This guy who was begging for cigarettes, we gave him a Bible, he opened it like this. He was half drunk. And I looked at him and said, we can pray for you, for you to kick this habit. He said, no, no one. No one can. There are many people today who, or who 
they cannot get rid of their habit. It's engraved. It's like it's deep rooted. This bad habit is deep rooted. They cannot get rid of it. Fast and pray. You would uproot it away. Are you with me this morning? Fast and pray. You will be able to uproot it. Because there's nothing impossible with God. Because when you eh, when you continue to tolerate it, you are accepting it. Tolerance is acceptance. Are you with me this morning? What must you do intentionally? We finish here. What must you do intentionally to overcome this? Or to help those? Because you are going to meet people out there in the community. You are going to meet people out there in the community who are going through this issue. But I want to tell you something. You must advise them and help them to clean up their computers, their hard drive, anything that moves them to do it, their iPads, to get rid of all the magazines and photos, and especially young ones, 16, 16, 16. And then, you must hold yourself accountable to someone you trust. You must refuse to go to places that displace the appearance of evil, especially all these photographic sites. You must invest in antivirus in your computer, expensive one that will filter all these things out of your computer. And after all this, it is the condition of your heart that really matters. You must read and meditate upon the Bible. That's why I encourage you this morning. I said you must read your Bible. The Bible tells us in the book of Psalm 119, verse 11. He said, Your word, O Lord, have I hidden in my heart so that I will not sin against you. You must hate what is evil. You must shun it like your master in the book of Hebrews, 1 9. You must hate what is evil. You must shun it. You must turn away, run. Especially when it comes to things that are pornographic in nature. Our society has been polluted today by many things. You can change things around. Not only you can change things around, but if you tolerate it, you are accepting it. You must turn around. You must refuse to be selective in the movies you go for and watch. Because everything today is now being brushed around with, uh, with uh, sexual connotation. People want to advertise chocolate. They sexually advertise chocolate. What has sex got to do with chocolate? They are advertising tea, coffee. What has it got to do with somebody sexually going all around trying to advertise coffee? Has it got to do with coffee? No. Because someone said that says sells. We must meditate upon the word of God. Hide the word of God in our hearts. Then the Holy Spirit will continue to purify our hearts. Going to cleanse us so that we can just stand before God. He says, this is the will of God. He said, your sanctification, that each and every one must learn to possess his vessel. Possess his vessel. Possess. That we must be holy before God. Because the Bible says that without holiness, no one can see God. We need God. And the other word which I will just remember, I will, I will prophesy, in our friendship group was that we must not take the grace of God for granted. We must not. Shall we all stand? The church need to pray and fast about fasting and prayer the first Saturday of 
October, which is next month. The first Saturday of October, the entire church will be fasting and praying here from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. This is one of the needs we will be praying against. This is one of the needs we will be praying against, fasting. Tell others, tell those who might be struggling, we need to seek God as we have never sought God before. We need to do it. In Jesus' name. about you let's just lift up our hands and pray let's ask God right now let's ask God and say God when I talk about the weed I pick up pornography in particular because it's a plague for there are other weeds in our lives we need to pray and ask God Let's talk to God right now. Let's talk to God. As the music is playing, we're not going to sing a song, but I just want you to, we want to do what I call a different type of altar, altar, altar meeting. I want you to talk to God right now. I want you to break every yoke. Just ask God. In your heart right now, if you know of anyone or you know of people or maybe you might be struggling, I want you to just talk to God and say, God, make a conscious decision in your heart and say, God, I want to lay it because uh, I have been playing games. I have been tolerating for a long period of time and tolerating is acceptance. Help me, Lord God. Help me not to tolerate, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, I don't want to take your grace for granted. I need your help, Lord God. I need your help. Jesus, Jesus, Lord. Oh, Lord God, we cry out before you. We just cry out before you, Lord Jesus. I want you to talk to God. This is yours. I'm, I'm just asking you, just talk to God right now. Talk to God right now in the name of Jesus. Talk to God right now. Jesus, Jesus, Lord. Revive your people, Lord God. Jesus, Jesus. Break the yoke of the enemy, Lord God. It is your anointing that breaks, Lord God. The anointing that breaks the army of the enemy, Lord Jesus. Set them free, Lord Jesus. Set your people free. Father, I pray right now, Lord. We just believe right now. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. We cry out before you, Lord God, because we recognize, Lord God. We recognize this plague, Lord. We do not want to we don't want to gamble with death, Lord Jesus. We don't want to gamble, Lord God, with uh, unrighteousness, Lord, in our lives, Lord. Father, we cry out before you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord God, we cry out before you, Lord. We can overcome, Lord Jesus, because with you all things are possible. We can overcome, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, we pray. Jesus, Jesus, we release your power, Lord God. We release your power. Jesus, Lord God, we pray that, Lord God, the this Lord God, the, 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 the precious blood of Jesus Christ, Lord, that wipes away all sin is still relevant today, Lord, as it was, Lord God, oh Lord God, more than 2,000 years ago, is still relevant today, Lord Jesus. Father, we plead your blood, we plead your blood, Lord God, over every unrighteous, every weak, Lord God, that is not of you. Jesus, Lord God, we pray that you will sanctify us, Lord, Father, we present our vessel, Lord God, as a holy vessel unto you. Jesus, Lord God, do what you will, Lord, we pray. Do what you will, Lord God, we pray. We repent, Lord God, in sackcloth and ashes. We repent right now, Lord God, we pray. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord God, we come against you. We reject you right now. Oh, this, this house, this sanctuary, everyone in this place, Lord, they have been separated unto you, Lord Jesus, Lord. We reject, Lord, every plague of the enemy, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Lord. We thank you for what you are doing. Believe right now, Lord, we pray. Do what you will, Lord God, we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. 
Praise God, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You just want to encourage you right now. Some of us are praying. We fast and pray because we need a job. We fast and pray because we are traveling overseas. We don't just want God's protection. We fast and pray because we just maybe we want to buy a car. We fast and pray because of one thing or the other because we just need something. But God is saying right now that you need to fast and seek me to uproot the weed that might be plaguing your life because this is about life and death. Fast and pray. Create time for yourself to seek God because He's the only one we can run to that will rescue us from the weeds of life. Father, I thank you once again. Your spray special covering over your people, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that you will let your word, Lord, resonate into each and every one of us. That, Lord Jesus, you will help us, Lord God, to, because this is your will, Lord, that we will possess our vessel, Lord, that our vessel, Lord Jesus, will be a vessel of honor, holy unto you, Lord God, meet for the master's use, Lord. We lay ourselves before you this morning, Lord. Bless your people, Lord God, as they reflect upon your word this morning, as they go, Lord God, that your word will go before them, Lord, your God will go behind them, Lord Jesus. Father, your word, Lord God, will give them a target in their heart, Lord God, so that, Lord Jesus, they will be able to overcome the ways of life in Jesus. Everybody says, Amen. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the love of God, in the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now forevermore. Until we meet again in Jesus' name. Everybody says, Amen. 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 God bless you. Please uh, stay back. If you need any special prayer, come. We are here. I will want to pray for you. And uh, if you need, uh, you just want me to talk to me, please come and uh, we pray for you. Amen. And uh, please stay back. And uh, there's some, uh, uh, some for, for some fellowship and something to.